Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Purpose Without Apology. I'm your host, Lisa, and I'm so excited that you are joining me here today. As always, I am so thrilled and honored to release a new collaboration with some of my favorite sisters in Christ, Tori Slaughter from Our Given Purpose, Casey Alexis from Being Eve, and Stephanie Bright from Christian Girls Pop. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've probably heard their voices before, and we're back with another powerful episode today. In this episode, we're sharing about what it means to show love in every aspect of our lives, to live love, if you will. Let's be honest, it can be tough to show love at times, especially when life feels chaotic and stressful. Whether it means loving your neighbors, ourselves, Jesus, or even our enemies, sometimes our sinful nature just gets in the way and makes us, let's just say, less than loving. If you've been struggling in this area of showing love lately, and really who hasn't, this episode is just what you need to readjust your perspective. I pray that it blesses you and encourages you to think differently about what showing love is all about. And now, without further ado, here is How Do You Live Love? How do we follow the principle of love? What is it that Jesus wants us to do every day? And how can we practice loving our neighbors, our enemies, ourselves, and our God? Well, each of us has developed a value system around love and how it fuels our personalities and even our peculiarities. The mind maps based on history, the way we were treated, comes bubbling to the top when our consciousness decides to remember a certain event in a particular way, so much so that it becomes etched on our faces and our words support our enchantment or I can't meant. Welcome to this collective flow of conversation with my sisters in Christ, Stephanie Bright, Lisa C. Gant, and Casey Alexis, as we each deliver some thoughts on how we interpret the principle of love from scripture. Mark chapter 12 verses 28 through 31 says, One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating, noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer. He asked him, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Love your neighbor? 
When someone shows you who they are through their actions and their words, believe them. Believe that their truth is shadowed with religion, opinions, and traditions. Believe that they are living their past experiences and not the divine truth of God, which is freedom and liberty. Believe that they are lost in their feelings and not able to handle criticism or attacks to their ego. Believe that they are called to a higher purpose but have not answered. Believe that their words are laced with historic I can't and they have not experienced a transformational spiritual encounter with the Lord God Almighty who reminds his children that with him all things are possible. Believe their actions are on autopilot and they are just doing the best they can in their own power, leaning into their own understanding. Believe them to be lost sheep wandering in the wilderness, tossing to and fro by every wind of doctrine that is pleasing to their itchy ears. Believe that you were placed in their lives to provide light and not let their darkness envelop you. Believe that God uses everything to get our attention and that their beliefs were once your struggles. Believe God when people do things contrary to what love dictates and trust the Holy Spirit wisdom of God to stand firm and wait. Believe God is working everything together for the good of those who love him. When someone shows you who they are through their words and actions, believe God's plan and operate according to his will. Believe what God says his people are and that his love is endless. Believe that you are a neighbor too. I'd like to present Stephanie Bright. Hi, my name is Stephanie and I'll be talking about loving yourself. If you look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 4 through 8, this is the love chapter, the love passages. You've heard this verse preached at weddings, at marriage conferences, marriage seminars, or even the pastor preaches about it as it's applied to loving others. But these scriptures can also be applied for us to love ourselves. Once we read the scripture, once we have encountered God's love, and we understand and appreciate the depths of his love, then we can apply that to our own lives as well so that we can be patient, so that we can be kind to ourselves, so that we won't be rude, so that we will not rejoice in wrongdoing, so that we won't beat ourselves up when we mess up, so that we will endure all things. We got to put up with ourselves so that we will bear all things and so that we will keep loving ourselves. Jesus already loves you and you can love yourself as well. My name is Lisa Gantz, and I'm truly grateful for the opportunity to encourage you all by talking about what it means to love your enemies. I'm going to do that by telling a story. Once upon a time, not very long ago, there was a man who loved the Lord with all his heart. He came to know Christ at a young age, and like the rich young ruler in the Bible, he followed all the rules of being a good Christian. He read his Bible every day, he prayed every morning, and he went to church every Sunday, rain or shine. He knew he wasn't perfect, but to be honest, he thought he was pretty close. 
One day, as he was praying, he said, God, I'm doing the best I can to live a life that pleases you. I'm following all your commandments except one. I just can't seem to love my enemies. And I'm not just talking about people I don't like. I'm talking about evil people in general, murderers, thieves, liars, and abusers. They're all terrible people who do such terrible things. How can anyone love them? How can you love them, God? I just don't get it. At that moment, Jesus stepped down out of heaven and into, right into his living room. I can answer that question for you, he said with a smile. Let me take you on a journey. Jesus took the man out and they walked to all the different places where the man's enemies lived. As they walked, Jesus pointed out all the people the man said he could never love, who were too terrible for anyone to love. What do you see? He asked. The man looked and noticed every single person they saw. All of them were starving. I mean, they were so thin, they looked like skeletons. It didn't matter who they were, whether they were black or white, old or young, rich or poor. All of them looked pale, dangerously thin, and so weak they could barely stand up. Quick, the man said. We have to get them something to eat, some bread and water, something, anything. We have to feed them. But I thought they were terrible, Jesus said. I thought you could never love them. I thought you said no one could ever love them. I, I did, the man said, but that doesn't mean I want them to starve. I can't just sit, stand here and watch while they die without food. Jesus held out his hand and immediately a loaf of bread appeared in it. He gave it to the man and told him to give it to the first person he saw. Relieved, the man ran up to another young man who was a thief and a liar and gave him the bread. Here, the man said, take this and eat it quickly. It's going to be okay. You don't have to starve. What are you talking about? The thief said angrily, shoving him away. I'm not starving. I had a full breakfast this morning. I've never missed a meal in my life. But you're so thin, the man said, trying, still trying to give him the bread. I can see that you're starving. You need this bread. Please take it. Go away, the thief replied. I just told you there's nothing wrong with me. I don't need your help. And so he hurried away, yelling terrible things at the man as he went. The man looked at Jesus in shock and confusion. I don't understand, he said. Why didn't he want the food? Doesn't he know that he's dying? Jesus looked at him with sorrow in his eyes. No, my son, he said. None of these people do. They think they're fine because their physical needs have been met. But I have just shown you what they all look like spiritually. Physically, they're fine, but spiritually, they're dying and they don't even know it. Jesus stretched out his hand again and a full length mirror appeared. The man looked into it and it showed him looking just as weak and starving and thin as everyone else. This is what you used to look like before you met me, Jesus said. And it's what you will look like again if you don't follow me with your whole heart. And that means loving your neighbors, all of your neighbors, even your enemies. Humbled, the man fell at the feet of Jesus and repented. And immediately the spiritual image in the mirror of himself became radically changed, healthy and whole. Mark chapter 12, verses 31, 30 and 31 says to love the Lord with all your heart and your soul 
and all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than these. I want to end this story with a question for you. Would you treat your neighbors differently, even your enemies, if you knew they were starving? Would you still walk by them without giving them something to eat? I once heard a pastor say that evangelism is just one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread. And that's what we are called to do as believers. Even when people treat us badly, we are still called by God to love them and to point them to Jesus, the bread of life for our spiritual hunger and living water for our spiritual thirst. I hope that this message blessed you today. Now I'm going to pass the mic. It is my honor to introduce my amazing and talented sister in Christ, Casey Alexis, who will be speaking about loving Jesus. Take it away, Casey. Thank you, Lisa, for passing me the mic. Hey, all, my name is Casey Alexis, and I am the founder of Being Eve, the digital gathering spot for the everyday woman who wants to be inspired, empowered, and equipped to begin to see yourself through God's point of view. So today, I have been honored with the responsibility to talk about loving Jesus. Now, how do we do that, y'all? How do we love the one who has sacrificed his very own life for us, who bled and died for us? Thankfully, I don't have to explain it. (laughs) The word of God is pretty clear on this topic. So let's jump right in. So in Matthew chapter 22, I'm going to give you some background. Jesus is in conversation with the religious leaders, the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Now, during this whole conversation, they're trying to entrap him, right? They're trying to catch him. But Jesus, with his infinite wisdom, was able to maneuver himself so well. So one of them comes to him and says, hey, Jesus, paraphrasing, (laughs) hey, Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? Jesus responds and says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. My goodness. He uses the word all, y'all, not some, all. Well, how do we do that? How do we love the Lord our God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all of our mind? First and foremost, we have to love Jesus, right? We can't get to the Father without going through the Son. It is what it is. There is no other way around it, right? In order to love God, we must love and accept his Son, right? That's number one. The second way is how do we do it? Well, thankfully, the Word of God is so clear on this topic. In the book of John, chapter 14, chapter 14 verse 15, it declares through the mouth of Christ himself, If you love me, you will obey my commands. Mm. If you love me, you will obey my commands. So that means loving the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your mind, and with all of your soul requires complete obedience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some truth for us all. It requires us to die to ourselves, as Jesus also declared in the word that if you uh, uh, to lose your life for me is to actually live. 
So when we decide to give our all to God, we don't let nothing hold us back. We don't let money. We don't let our cares, our desires, our burdens, our thoughts, our bodies, nothing hold us back from loving God with all of our heart, with all of our minds, and with all of our soul. We obey his commands. Mm. So the question for us all today is, how do we do that? (laughs) Well, the greatest thing about this, ladies and gentlemen, is that the word of God is clear on this as well. Jesus gives us some insight into his heart, right? And it's in a conversation that he has with Peter, also located in the book of John, uh, where he asked Peter three times. He says, Peter, do you love me? Mm. And Peter says to the Lord, yes, I love you. You know me. I love you, right? Paraphrasing so, but you got to go read it for yourself. Don't take my word for it. And then Jesus responds in those three times. Every time Peter said, yes, I love you. Jesus said, first time, feed my sheep. Hmm. Second time, he says, shepherd my sheep. The third time he says, feed my sheep. So we get a glimpse of the heart of God, right? He wants us to take care of his children, his people. Tell the world that Jesus lives. Tell the world that for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whoever should believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind requires us as his children right? To be completely obedient to his word. That means everything that is concerning his heart, we listen and we obey. We don't fight against it. So what is sin is in fact a sin. What he declares is in fact the truth. And we listen and we obey and we follow his instructions. And then we go out into all the world and preach the gospel. So today, ladies, I ask, ladies and gents, I ask you, I ask me, I ask us all, are we loving Jesus? Are we truly loving Jesus with all of our hearts, with all of our minds, and with all of our soul? Will we die for him? Will we lay down our cares and our burdens for him? Will we go through persecution for him? to get the word of God out to his children, out to his sheep, out to the world. So I leave you with these questions today because it's so important for us if we truly love the Lord to do what's important in his heart, to do what his heart requires. And that is to feed his sheep, shepherd his sheep, feed his sheep. God bless you. And I pray that the words that my sisters and I have shared with you today will not just go in one ear and out the other, but that it will touch your heart and begin to make that heart of stone into a heart of flesh that God can move through and begin to operate through 
and begin to love through as you go out into all the world and feed his sheep. God bless you. I hope that this collaboration episode moved you and encouraged you to live love in all the different aspects of your life. The Bible says that God is love. So whenever we show love, we know that we're living in a way that honors him. I am always inspired and challenged by these amazing women of God, and I'm so grateful to have them in my life and on the podcast this week. Make sure you follow Tori Slaughter, Casey Alexis, and Stephanie Bright on social media and listen to their podcasts on all major podcasting platforms. They're the best at what they do. Trust me. Now go out and live love in every way you can. Let's make our Heavenly Father proud. That's it for today's episode. Until next time, take care and God bless.